Hello, everyone, and welcome back. It is time for episode 46 of the Rocket Punch Cast. I am Seth, joined by Will. Hey, guys, what's going on? And our newest friend, Chaz. Hey, everybody. Cameron cannot join us today, but we are here, nonetheless, to talk about video games directly into these microphones. So, as always, we're starting with a modified format. Um, we started last week. We're going to be continuing it this week. However, our our rock, our consistency throughout is always... What have we been playing this week? Yar. Do you want to start us off, Will? Sure. What man. have you been playing this week? So, Watch Dogs. Watch Dogs. The new Watch Dogs. I'm surprised that's the first thing that came out of your mouth. There's <laughs> a much saying... more important game that's come out this week, but <laughs> yes. let's talk about Watch Dogs first. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting this one out of the way because we all know what we really want to talk We're about. We're going to, don't worry. And we're, of course, referring to uh, Pocket Monsters. Yeah. Pokemon Sun and Moon. Pokemon! We're going to talk about yeah. that in a little bit. But t tell me a little bit about what, uh, Watch Dogs. Now, we streamed, I think Cameron streamed it. Yeah, he did. Over on twitch.tv slash Rocket Punch um, Live. Wow. Twitch.tv slash Rocket Punch Live. He streamed it over there. I really enjoyed it. That game has a great sense of humor. Oh, dude, the uh, whole opening mission was just ridiculous. It's like you can just hear them talking crap about you. Like, wait, wh where did this guy come from? It was great. Also, Wrench. That character. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that character. Are we talking about the guy with the face mask? Who yes. Has, like, okay, the emojis yeah. for yeah. face. They the call guy. him Wrench. Huh. Neat. I was like, yes, I like that. He is now my character. <laughs> I, I will do everything I can to get that gear. It seems like they really they really figured out Watch Dogs this time around. And what do you think? It's so much easier. Like I, I did something stupid and was getting chased by the law. And uh, I was on a motorcycle, and oh hey, as I'm just driving down the road randomly, I can just blow a, a gas man under one of these guys, and just dip off. It's like bye. So you, you're basically using the hacking tools as I was driving. Mm, okay. Mm. It's like hmm, driving motorcycle and hacking with cell phone now. Go. All right. So it was. It's been confirmed then that Watch Dogs Two is the Assassin's Creed Two of Watch Dogs. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, yeah. this game is okay. great. I know the humor is is very internet-y. Like, it's very internet. <laughs> memes, memes abound. And memes and, and... Just the outside of the 3D printer fresh alone. Memes. Just, uh... Yeah, don't you, like, 3D print your weapons or something? Yeah, like you that? can 3D print firearms in this game, oh, too. Oh, my God. Okay, this is just... Cameron did say you would love that. He did By the say way, um, I can tell you that you can technically 3D print weapons in real life, too. Yeah, because the only thing you have to have like a you have to have a piece of metal in there for the legally for it to maintain a legal status, so metal detectors can pick it up. Yeah. Wait, but you have to have some kind of spark too, don't you? No. Oh, you don't. Okay. You just gotta have a pin that actually hits the cap on the back of the cartridge. Well, there you go. There's your 3D printed weapon uh, lesson I, for the week. I, dude, uh, could you 3D print a crossbow? You could. I just don't know if the materials could hold up to the stress. Oh, that would be tough. Know, that would be a good yeah. question. You can 3D print a harpoon. That's for sure. Well, yeah. it's a blunt force instrument, so you all got to do just throw oh, it. I don't know. There's a point on there. Well, I mean, no. I mean, uh, what I mean is you don't have... There's no moving parts. Other than only moving parts is your I arm. Mean, I mean, are we launching the harpoon out of a launcher? Because there's just a moving gonna, part. I was going to just javel on that harpoon. Like, <laughs> Ridiculous like fishing. Obed, just Woo! like, we're going. We're going. All right. So this is going the Assassin's Creed 4 and, now, then. Yeah. Yes. That's some, basically, fish. yeah. Oh. Or, Assassin's Creed 4. Yeah. No, but back to Watch Dogs 2. Okay. I'm really enjoying the driving mechanic, actually, surprisingly. So, yeah, how is driving in that game? It's like driving's not really what you think of when you think of Watch Dogs. No. But, um, like, all right, I'm going to be totally transparent. I stole a car. First thing I did after I bought Why some clothes. Why do you feel like you need to be honest with us about no, 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 stealing no, no. a just car? No, no, no. Just let me let me finish. Okay. He All stole right. an actual real car in real life. That's how he gets here every week, right? <laughs> yeah, just new car stolen. I was like, oh, I, that explains I, it. I just thought you were made of money. You just had different cars than an Uber, you know? Yeah, mm, indeed. <laughs> well, yes, but uh, it also has uh, consequences. There mm. are legal consequences. Rocket um, Punch does not endorse the stealing of vehicles. Please correct. don't do that. Yes, stop. <laughs> Um, no, so the first thing I did after I bought some pants, because you got to do the walk of shame, is I stole this uh, Mazda Miata looking thing. And they're not like exactly real cars. exactly what that is. <laughs> <laughs> so. That is my car in Forza, every Forza game. I find the first Miata and be like, this is my car, I will deck it out, it'll be mine. That sounds like an anime character from an anime I might be in. 
Miata-san. <laughs> <laughs> no, Mazda, it's, a, it's an actual car. It's a real thing. Oh, I'm sure it is. I'm sure someone out there right now is like cringing. But then there's also, for that cringing person, there's another person that's like, I also don't know what that is, Seth. It's okay. Yeah, well, Google it if you don't know what a Mazda That's Miata fine. is. There's so you stole the Miata? Yes, I stole this Miata-looking thing, and uh, I saw a dude driving a motorcycle, so I had to hit him just so I could steal his motorcycle. Because I was like, mm, and then I was like, oh, wait, by the way, I hack you, give me money. <laughs> wait, you you can oh, hack you can hack people's phones while they're on their person and wire money from their bank account to yours. I have to say that, that <laughs> I think that Watch Dogs doesn't, Needs to be very careful with the way that it uses the word hack. This is true. Because, like, imagine if you, like, if we were talking about this, like, if this conversation was being had in a public place, and yeah. someone just overhears, like, I can hack your money. And they're like, oh, my God. Like, like the people who buy, like, uh, the NFC lined wallets. Oh, yeah. Because I can just walk by you. There's, people, oh, man. That's a special kind of person right I there. I mean, I guess maybe with NFC, but I don't know of that many people who use NFC cards. I don't know. Yeah. It's a great thing for for wallet manufacturers to sell more wallets, I suppose. Yeah. All I know is it, it was great because it was like, oh, thanks for the extra $64. I'm going to go uh, take your motorcycle now. We're going to go vroom, vroom, vroom. You could go buy watchdogs too with the money that you stole <laughs> or hacked. Sorry. <laughs> Yes to both. Why are we getting so many hack references recently? We got Sombra. We've also got Watch Dogs. Is that the thing now? Is it's um yeah it's the thing it, because it's, it's that thing know, again. Yeah. Edgy hackers. Edgy. Yeah. Well, oh, and all these hackers are meme lords. Remember that too. Oh man, there's. <laughs> I think there's something really weird about Ubisoft putting like fake memes in this game. Because I saw like on the like you see the posters and it's or the pictures and it's just like. It's the it's a not troll face troll face mm-hmm. is one of them and I'm mm-hmm. just like this is no this is a bit too real for me like <laughs> no no dude it's great Keep you can't it up. just you can't just tell the graphic design team the asset designers to make memes but apparently you can so uh, tell Ubisoft that yeah it's Ubisoft could have just pulled them from the internet like it's like we have memes just put them well, on no because if someone owns copyright to that uh, that's true okay. Because somebody actually owns copyright wow. to the troll I want to be stuff. the judge in the in the trial for the copyright <laughs> suit on memes. <laughs> oh God, no! My name is Sebastian uh, Maximilian Henderson, the owner of Pepe. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm actually the owner of Doge, so Doge, um, yeah. <clears throat> you guys got to give me money every time you mention it. So much money, it's a little time. Wow. Yeah. Watchdogs. Anyways, yeah. meme culture. Uh, it is straight up internet meme lords um, while being edgy hackers. What's your favorite thing about the game so far? The fact that I can ha- like use the hacking mechanic as I'm driving. So it's like I'm driving and I'm just hacking other drivers and wiring money to myself. Does that work? Like, does that work well? Because I remember like Far Cry, you could also like shoot while you drive, but it's very difficult to do. Well, so the way they did it is the like the hack mechanic it auto targets things. Around okay. you. So you can be more specific, like if you're on foot and you can take time. Otherwise, you can just let the system kind of take over. And you're just like, give me money. Give me money. Give From me money. What I saw in uh, Watch Dogs, because I played Watch Dogs 1. I, I almost beat Watch Dogs 1 and then just got so tired of it because I was just like, whatever. Chicago's boring. Um, but it just pretty much worked like as you're driving under a, a stoplight or something like that, it would still have the indicator on your screen that, hey, the pipes are behind you. And so, you know, you're driving past like sort of a blockade and then you just press the button and then it just blows up the area behind you. Um, that looks pretty cool. So it's a lot of like what Will's saying, context sensitive, where you're just driving through and you don't really need to be aiming at a thing to hack it really. Okay. I remember Watch Dogs reveal was so cool, and the follow up was not. it was no. so cool, and it was that was that was the first game I really remember just being like a huge letdown. Like <laughs> now, now we get letdowns left and right, but mm-hmm. that was the first game that like I remember like you looked at that and you were like, "This is the next GTA. Like this is it. This is the future." And then it, it just had that Assassin's Creed like there's just not anything to do in this game. I think. Uh, I think the second game really fixes a lot of the problems. I also think that it's very much Assassin's Creed 2. They took the uh, framework. Cool, we have a framework. Move locations, improve on everything. Yeah. 
That's good. That's yeah. good. Yeah. What about you, Chaz? What you been up to? I have been playing the Final Fantasy Judgment Disc demo. It's uh, pure Japanese demo goodness. Um, and it's, it's been great so far. I've enjoyed the combat, leveling up, and uh, getting used to the, the game mechanics so that when I do finally get the game on the 29th, uh, I will know what I'm doing. <laughs> now, how many demos does that put Final Fantasy 15 up to now? Oh, let's see. There was the Episode to Sky demo, then there was the Platinum demo, and then there was this one. So I think that's three so Three far. demos. Right. Have you, do you, you feel put, do you feel like you've demoed the game enough? No, actually. I really feel like I need more of this game. Like I need to play more of this game. The the first demo um had its problems. It was had frame rate issues, um, and had a whole bunch of AI issues, uh targeting issues. It, there there were lots of things. But it looked pretty. It looked nice. Um the thing that was has improved greatly about from the Disguise demo to now, is the combat's tighter. It feels like the AI characters are not getting in my way, and that the enemy AI is intelligent enough to try and dodge out of the way or at least attack me, which mm-hmm. is pretty nice. Um, a lot of the reasoning going from like the first Disguise demo, you have all of your weapons are context-based. So based on your button presses, uh, determines whether or not you're pulling out like a, a broadsword or if you're pulling out a, uh, a dagger. But from what my understanding of the engine was, it was keeping all of the weapons in memory. <laughs> so uh, they couldn't do that. You had to do like a, a they had to switch to a, a weapon wheel of sorts where you have to choose your weapons based on different combos. Um, and I thought that was going to be horrible. Um, cause I was like, I'm not going to be switching from my broadsword to my daggers mid swing, but apparently you can do that and it's not that bad. So that's been pretty good. So, so like that game, I feel like we're done hyping that game. Like that is a yeah. game that just needs to come out. It's a game that needs to come out and I need to play that 50 hours worth of it. I'll be streaming that game, um, on Twitch for three days straight and see how that goes. So that's going to be. That's going to be great. We'll have that hosted over on uh, twitch.tv slash rocketpunchlive. So Indeed. you can follow uh, You can follow Chaz's magical adventures through... What's the name of the world that you're in in this time? I have no idea. Um, <laughs> you can follow Chaz's boy band, though. <laughs> you know, it, honestly, like, you know, there's I know there's a lot of Final Fantasy fans. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's a lot of Final Fantasy fans. And I think for me, I am not one of those fans. I don't have a lot of nostalgia, partly because I missed the PlayStation thing early in life but also like it's just very weird to me that like it's a continuous series but yet they don't ever they don't ever reference the other games the the way how you the way how i i think of it and how i think the world of final fantasy puts it is that each of the games happen in a multiverse um so when you think about a crystal a crystal has several different sides depending on which side of the crystal you're looking at Whoa. determines the story that you're getting. I feel like I just got I feel like I just got talked to by a PR person <laughs> from Square Enix. You know what Chaz go to the corner. <laughs> Man we get Chaz and Cameron together, they're going to be... Oh, that's so good. That's why you don't it's, have us here at the same time to talk about Final Fantasy, because yeah. no, it turns into it. If that happens, we'll just have to talk Elder Scrolls really loud. <laughs> Two totally different beasts oh. entirely. But no, so when does that game come out? The game comes out on the 29th of this month. So after you've stuffed yourself full of turkey and ham and mashed potatoes and all sorts of Thanksgiving goodness, um, then you can sit down and play a game for 50 hours and ignore the rest of your friends and family for the rest of your... The tryptophan will put you to sleep, don't you worry. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm just going to be asleep. (laughs) I'm not going to be involved in Final Fantasy. I'm sure we'll talk about it on the podcast. Oh, oh, it'll it'll be talked about. We will talk about more of it. But um, I'm going into it blind, so right now it's just all Japanese dialogue, all Japanese menus. Um, It's been confusing, because I can't read any of it. 
So uh, I'm guessing at mostly what they want me to do. And I've been right so far. I've been leveling up and completing quests and everything else. So that's I feel like good. that would be a really hard game to not be able to read. Yeah. Yeah. You Yes, it is. It is a very difficult there game. There has to be fan translations, though. Um, Reddit. Reddit has some good translations of the menus. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how I got to turn the HUD off and how I got the uh, controls not inverted anymore. Um I'm sorry, do the controls come inverted out of the box? <laughs> no, I accidentally inverted the controls okay, I was when I was going say, through the menu. <laughs> I will literally take this game and package it up and throw it out of the window. Yeah, I inverted the camera controls and I did not like that. I inverted them both ways, so the horizontal and vertical. And so I Oh couldn't... my god, what is that? <laughs> I feel like that's when that's when like a a, a team a, a tactical a tactically equipped team should breach and clear your home at that point if you do double inversion. Oh, double inversion. So that was that was horrible. And you just flip the controller upside down and you're now you're yeah, playing I mean, right. essentially nope. just like swallow the controller and just like <clears throat> you're done. Yeah. You need a machamp to just breach and clear. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Oh, what so I'm cool. kind of upset about though is that this is just like a Japanese demo and we we here in the Americas and in the UK and in Europe don't get a, you know, English language demo um at all. So, I had to set up my own PlayStation PSN account for a Japanese PSN account to to even download it, which was annoying, but um for the most part it was it was worth it, I think so. Um it's 18 gigs sitting on my hard drive. Uh, Wait, the demo is 18 gigabytes? Yes, sir. 18 gigabytes. This game has been in development for a long time. <laughs> this game is big. It's it, huge. No, but that's no excuse for like not like tight and like, it was. It's good the code. it's the entire first chapter of the game. So the only thing that they've done to block you off from like completing the first chapter is intentionally locking you out of places. So. They'll close a door or they will close like a dungeon and say you can't go in there. Um, but you can pretty much go like there's this big giant landmass and like, all right, go nuts. Have fun with the story. Good luck. Um, so I, is it like four Blu-rays or something for the full game? No, full game is going to be what, 50 something odd gigs that will sit on your hard drive. So that's yeah, remember, we don't actually ship the game on the disc anymore. That's no. the license for the game. So the reason why the game was delayed yeah. was because they wanted to put the day one patch baked into the game instead, instead of having you re-download it. Because they're like, it would kind of suck, because they finished the game already, but it would kind of suck if all the improvements that they made during the time between gold, or time between uh, the final version and the gold version, um, to be released uh not everybody would have that because as soon as you put your you know, game into a, a console nowadays, it's download, you know, day one patch and then DLC hooks and then all sorts of other stuff. So you don't actually have a complete game when you buy it. And so they want to make sure that, you know, a Johnny Public who goes to the store and buys his copy of Final Fantasy 15, puts it in his PS4, or Xbox One, and then can play it without having to hook onto the internet, which is pretty. Pretty okay, but at the same time, kind of annoying because this game should have been out already. But, uh, but yeah. Speaking of games that should be out already, I'm looking forward to Last Guardian. Anyone else? No. No. It's no. It, it's gonna come out, and like again, <laughs> like like Sony's reaching that point now where all these games that are finally coming out. These right. were games. Remember, these games were talked about two or three years ago. Right. Like we're done. Last Guardian like, was talked about like six years ago. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it's like we're done. Like you don't get to. You don't get to hype these anymore. Like, <laughs> especially post... We, we live in a yeah. post-No Man's Sky world. Oh, yeah. So, like, came. Sony, your ability to hype things is, mm-hmm. is highly, highly muted versus what it was a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it's... I mean, I'm excited for these games to come out. Right. Um, I, I haven't set my expectations super high. Like, I think that um, Team Eco does a great job making, like, really good looking and like interesting environments for their games. Yeah. But I don't expect this to be a 50 hour adventure through this ancient temple. It's going to be, it's going to be two or three. Yeah. Like a, like a couple (laughs) hours, maybe five to maybe five to eight. Like I think it'd be a full like campaign, but Mm -hmm. that's it. You know, watch it be like Star Fox level where it's like, Oh, you can complete it in an afternoon. And you're like, Oh, what? You got to replay it. (laughs) What have you been playing Seth? 
Oh, there's only one game that matters. Oh, yes. We're there's all. It's time now. We've talked about the, the, <sighs> the fodder. Now it's time for Pokemon. Pokemon. Moon, which is the correct version. No, Sun is the correct Moon version. Moon is the... We're going to talk about Pokemon Moon. We're going to talk about Pokemon Sun. Pokemon Moon. I have to say, okay, let me get your thoughts. Now, will your, you play, you're playing Sun, Chaz. Yes. Are you playing at all? I am on the fence uh, as to which version I will get. Uh, I am still waiting on a 3DS to play it. I have a, a normal 3DS XL... Um, but as Smash Brothers has proven to me, I need to get a new 3DS XL sometime soon um, because low times suck. So if I'm gonna play Pokemon, I'm you probably gonna Pokemon need Pokemon is gonna be nowhere near as intense as yeah, Smash. Okay. You okay. can handle Pokemon. On okay. Just anything. Okay. All right. I mean, dude, I'm pretty. So sure then, which Nintendo version should you should get the you should get Moon? Get? There's no question. Sun. Moon is the best. Why should I get? Okay. Try. Try and convince me which one I'm I'm getting here. Giant, Let's start off with, with giant um, bat, giant bat, death machine. I do like Sailor Moon though. So. Yeah, there you go. Mm. Giant solar lion. But solar lion, yeah. I do. I know how much you love Sailor Sun. Oh wait, there is no Sailor Sun because the sun is a star. <laughs> you want an orbiting body. Okay, what are the differences in the versions? Like, what do they actually have that the other one doesn't? So have? the weird. Okay, of course, as always, you have Pokemon like that yeah. are exclusive, mm-hmm. and they have the legendary beasts that are. Notice they've been calling them legendary beasts and not Pokemon. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I do not know what to expect there. Like, I think there is one specific Pokemon. I know we've talked about it in our uh, previous ones, but there's one that, like, depending on which version you have, the evolution changes. Yeah, it's got a different uh, appearance. It's kind of more like a wolf. werewolf thing. Yeah, it's okay. like a war- werewolf versus a, like, wolf. Which, I mean, honestly, do you want to go with the wolf version? Surprise, it's a wolf. Or, over here, in the werewolf version... Can I trade between the yeah, two? You can, yeah, that, I mean, that's the thing. Is like Are you there trade. different regions, gyms? Mm-hmm. What am I looking at? So There's no gyms. I want to dig in. I want to, talk, I want to dig in because I, no questions asked, think this is one of the best Pokemon games ever made. Yeah. It is. They threw out a lot of their old conventions hmm. and replaced them with something similar. So, like, there are no gyms in the game. Now you have what's okay. called Trials. Um, and essentially, you'll do some little tasks. Maybe it's battles, maybe it's mini games, something like that. That leads up to a big battle with what's uh, what is called the Kahunas. Yes, I love it. It's this also super islandy. Um, so you have the four different islands, each have their Kahuna, and each one has a trial. Right. Yep. Um, it's a really really interesting take on that. They took the HM system is gone. That is yes. Thank you. I'm so happy I don't need to find HMO one cut. Yes, no more HM slaves. Like you can now play Pokemon. Um, one of my favorite enhancements, and I don't know if this was in another Pokemon game because I didn't play Ruby or uh, what is it, Omega Ruby or Alpha Sapphire. Yes, thank you. Um, I didn't play those, but there is an option in the settings. If you go into the options, you can go in and actually map the left trigger on the 3DS to be the A button which allows you to play a majority of this video game with your left hand. Oh, good. It's really cool. No, because when I when you, when you have it the other way, it my hands cramp because yep. that 3DS is not ergonomically sound at all. Yep. It sucks. So, um yeah, if I could just play with the triggers, that actually yeah. wouldn't be too bad. Cuz you're moving the directional pad up and down, you can open doors, you can select the moves in combat like Essentially everything except go back on a menu, you can do straight from there. The touch screen, like if you are more of the touch, you know, you like to touch the things, all the move, the combat moves are on the right side of the screen. So if you're in a battle, you can grab it with your right hand and Mm -hmm. just touch the screen. They have big giant icons that are easy to touch. Um, if you don't, you know, if you're trying to just do a battle with one hand as well. What if I'm left-handed? I mean, if you're left-handed, then you'd you'd want to use the up, down, left, right, and then okay. the the A button to select your okay. move. Sure. But if you're holding it with your right hand during a battle, it's like there's just a lot of user experience things that I was like, oh, look, well, look at you, Pokemon. You're not just like wasting of, this bottom screen anymore. That's nice. Kind of sounds like if they can get you to play Pokemon with one hand, what's preventing you from putting on a device in which you only have one hand to play it with? Hmm. I have no question in my mind hmm. that this game will come. <laughs> <laughs> to the switch 
Oh, no question. I was yes. thinking mobile phones, but no, okay. stop. <laughs> I do not want that. Pokemon is already available on your mobile phone. Tell Pokemon Go. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Right. Uh, what are some of your uh, like favorite moments or enhancements in the game? Ah, uh, man, I really love the fact that they're focusing more on a story, story, a cohesive story, versus like, oh, hey, man, the whole purpose. I know you. I know you're a kid. I know this is your mom. You need to go, and you need to go hunt these gems down, and you need to go fight them. No, man. It's like, oh, okay, cool. It's more of a coming-of-age story, which is kind of good. Yeah. In my, my opinion. I don't know. I did... I did notice, like, two, like just today, I finally got to the point where... And I probably could have done this sooner, where I had a full party of six Pokemon. Okay. And I'm also three hours in. Okay. That's a little... Fr- like, it's kind of a slow start to the game. Yeah. You don't, like, I didn't get to a Pokemon, and I'm sure you could have done it faster, um, but I do like to talk to everybody and make sure not to miss any tips or free items and things like that. But it took me about two hours to get to the Pokemon Center, hmm. which is, I feel, a lot longer than it usually is. Yes. Um, yeah. Mainly because you can go see your mom and she'll heal you up. Yeah. It's, yeah, it was, I was having a hard time in the first zone because it's not like a direct route between the two towns. There's like three ways to get between the first two towns. And so you can kind of get a little lost, but after that is done, you're in the city and the city is very, very straightforward. I'm about to meet team skull. So I can't wait to see them do their goofy hand gestures as they walk like thugs. So that's going to be fun. So, okay. Um, my other question then for, for Pokemon is, uh, what is the overworld like? Like, uh, are you able to just go off and catch Pokemon, like, and ignore the story, or is it mostly just funneling you to the different trials? Like, how is this working? It's linear. Like, it's linear. It's, okay. it's linear. There, it, this a Pokemon is not an open world game per okay. se. Uh, like right now, I am blocked by a Taurus who is rampaging at the end of the city, and okay. they're like, "You gotta go do." hold on let me get this Taurus under control you know and so like they do get you in that way the once you reach the end of the game everything's kind of open to you but there's not much incentive to go back to anything because each zone has a level range to it Mm -hmm. so like you would be walking around with level 60 Pokemon and you'd just be running at a level 20 30 and you just like roll over them yeah 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 for me that's where I usually get lost Pokemon like personally when I was playing X and Y um I would get to a place where I couldn't, I, they said, oh, I need to go ahead. They gated me somewhere. So I was like, oh, you need to get this, this, and this before you can go. So I'm like, all right. And then I would just get off the beaten path or the instructions were not as clear or maybe I wasn't paying attention. And I would just keep on getting into Pokemon battle after Pokemon battle just in like the tall grass, not knowing where I'm supposed to really go. Now, and I so mean, if like, you don't like getting yeah. into Pokemon battles, you might not be into Pokemon. No, my, that is the thing. My problem is not the, not the Pokemon battles, but the potential of not catching every single one. Right, so whenever it comes to like collection games like this, this happens even with World of Final Fantasy. I want to catch every single monster I get in front of me. Like, I mean, you gotta catch them all, right? You know, a, a, something comes down. I'm like, I don't have that Pokemon yet. I have to catch it, and then my my beefed up Pokemon kills it in one shot. I'm like, no. You gotta get good. <sighs> Which means you need to carry a weaker Pokemon to do chip damage until you actually have the po- the right amount of health to throw that Pokeball. And see, I really wish that you could carry more than six Pokemon because I there are certain times where I'm like, I want this fire type Pokemon, but he's in my he's in my Poke Bank. That's I, that is I, the that I, will never change. I, that I is need, a law. I of need Pokemon. to bring him out now so that he can fight this water thing that's in front of me. Then it would be too easy. <sighs> then it would be too easy. See, first rule of Pokemon is find Pikachu. Second rule <laughs> of Pokemon, employ Pikachu. Yeah, <laughs> six Pikachu. All day long, just all yeah. six Pikachu. Rock gems, no problem. You learn Steel Tail. Plus, my <laughs> wife Iron is Tail, whatever it is. My wife is better at Pokemon than I am. She she, she and I played battles against each other, and uh, I lost every every single time because she did this weird thing where she trained her Pokemon and 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 all that stuff. I don't understand the training aspect. Does of she it. watch the IVs? Uh, yeah, she was probably doing like that IV yeah. training. Yeah. No, no, she has like um which is okay cuz they have a mini game now. Once you get to 100, you can then work on your stats. 
Okay, so how does the stats thing work? Because I never really understood how you improve your stat of a Pokemon. I mean, it, it like Pokemon at its heart is an RPG. Like it is like Final Fantasy is not far off from okay. Pokemon. Yeah. I think Final Fantasy you have more control over your moves and seeing the stats. Mm -hmm. But like Pokemon, each Pokemon has an attack, a defense, those types of things, right? Mm -hmm. Most people don't really look into it that much because you know like we all forget growl to get an attack move right like no one really bothers with right with um debuff moves or anything like that but there is a system there i think pokemon the reason pokemon is as big as it is is it allows like surprise believe it or not final fantasy is not a super accessible game like no. it really it's is not, not. No. and if you're not into it you're probably gonna be hard pressed to ever get into it right Whereas Pokemon, you sit down and I say, hey, you only have six at a time. Mm. You know, it especially the new game, it tells you which moves are effective or super right. effective. Like, I which did is like that. Super nice if you're just starting out. Um, but it's it's just a lot more streamlined. Um, and I think that there is... The thing that they did really well with Sun and Moon is they have just enough old Pokemon in there mixed in. You know, we've been talking about them for months at this point. Yep. Mm -hmm. All the Alolan variants and whatnot. And there's just some Pokemon that are just over-ported into it. Like, I ran into a Metapod. Like, that's just... And there's a... I, dude, I was thrown for a loop when I saw a Wingle in there. I'm like, I haven't seen you in a few generations. Yeah. <laughs> they're really getting to the point now where they're starting to build Pokemon games like a world. Mm. And you're just meeting these Alolan versions. Like, it shocked me. I was like, oh, this is a Rattata, just like every bajillion other Rattata, but it's also the, it's the Alolan variant, right? Like, mm -hmm. with the brown fur or whatever. So, it's a, it's Pokemon Sun and Moon is a step in the right direction. I will say it is also, I get the super feeling that it is the precursor to a full-fledged console release of that game. Like, the Switch is... I was about to say, just wait. It's <laughs> March like, is not that far it's away. It's no longer, you're no longer tied to a grid. On mm. movement is free flowing movement, mm. full 3D. It does the camera. You don't have control of the camera. It does the camera shifting, kind of like it did. So it's it. not like tiny little like people running around. I'm sorry, I I got off at 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 Y. So yeah, I mean it's X and Y were similar to similar to that. You know, you like walk into a city and the camera would kind mm -hmm. of shift, but you were still a 2D sprite. So it's that full 3D camera all the time. Like yeah. when you're in the, the Paris city, it's that yep. camera all the time. That's okay. correct. Right. You also have costume that you can change, hairstyles that you can change. Like, yeah. it is becoming a full, like it very well. All they need to do is add in the, what do you call it? The drop in, drop out. Oh, like, online multiplayer where yeah. you just see like like Destiny style like and then this is an MMO like they're wait can there. can I actually play when with someone in their story or yeah, well you can't play in the story but there are um there's a new thing called I believe the Festival Plaza okay which is the way where you can connect with your friends and battle and trade um and it's a very kind of casual just drop in and drop out type of lobby. Oh. Looks like I'm. I may need to buy this. Pokemon Moon is the correct version. Which version? Why? Pokemon Sun. Why? Pokemon Moon because the moon Giant is Solar Alliance. Chaz, you love Sailor Moon. I do love Sailor Moon. Moon is the correct version. Just because you guys like your Moon Prism power, just remember you don't have any of that without it reflecting light from the sun. You know what? If you, <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. Nice. That was great. <laughs> oh, okay, but no, seriously, moon is the correct version. Um, the, is there an advantage to the sun? An advantage you get whichever moon? one you want. There, there is, is no, no advantage. advantage. It's oh, just okay. you have a different legendary beast at the end. Yeah, but different legendary I, beast can I and just a get couple that of legendary beast with moon. Though I mean, they're both the same game, right? So just same exact game, and there's some differences just in general Pokemon that are in yeah. certain areas. Mm -hmm. But also, a time of day when things evolve are, is actually important. Yeah. Now the biggest change is. Sun has a pretty accurate count uh day uh day night cycle. So mm. like when it the sun goes down where you are, it uses your system clock. Like when the sun goes down where you are, the sun will go down in the game. Mm -hmm. Moon is flip flopped. It is shifted by twelve hours. So if you're playing during the day in like actual real day uh -huh. in moon, it is nighttime in the game. Oh. If you're playing during the night, it is daytime during the day, so Neat. Which makes it a lot easier to catch Pokemon that are usually only out at night. You want to know the secret? What? Just shift your system clock. You can do that if you really want to be that person. So <laughs> I'm just saying, if you really care that much, 
Just do that. It's a, a fa- yeah. one of my favorite Pokemon games. Like I, you know, there's a special place in everyone's heart for uh, red, yellow, and, and blue. You, you have you have convinced me to pick up Pokemon. But yeah, Pokemon I will Sun have Moon. to mull over which version I will get Pokemon at a Moon. different date. Pokemon Moon is the correct version. Remember, the moon has no power without reflecting sunlight. The moon is always there, ever present. Even after the sun burns to nothing, <laughs> the moon will still be there. Based off the way our solar system goes now, the moon will get disintegrated the by sun, the sun's expansion. No. The sun, the, <laughs> along with the planet The moon Earth. will survive. It will fly out into the solar system on its own, on a, on a ring quest, to fully discover its true potential. Its true potential is only 72 hours. It will destroy other stars. That is what it will do. After it kills the sun, it will go out as a, as a star hunter. <laughs> This is so stupid. It's a good. I I, I like I, to imagine. I, I enjoy this. I enjoy this very much. Pokemon, it's back. It's been the year of Pokemon. Pokemon Go, Pokemon Sun and Moon. I'm sad that we're not going to be able to vividly describe these Pokemon evolutions to you anymore. Well, now they that can see them for themselves. Now you can see them from your for yourself in the game. So, mm-hmm. uh, we have all. And if you want to hear those descriptions, we have basically. At least one in every episode, probably for the past 10 episodes, mm. if I were to guess. Mm. So you can head over to rocketpunchgo.com, scroll to the bottom and find the Rocket Punch cast. You can see all of our previous episodes. Also, rocketpunchgo.com is where all of our content lives. So podcasts, videos, written content, all kinds of goodies can be found over there. Um, if you really love us and you want to support Rocket Punch directly, we are on Patreon. That is Patreon at P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Rocket Punch. You can go and contribute as little as a dollar a month. To help us keep the lights on, keep the website up and running, help replace equipment as it breaks. However, if you contribute $5 or more, you will get a bonus episode of the Rocket Punch cast, which Ooh. I can confirm are about three or four times more shenanigan-y than this. Than this. There are some <laughs> dumb shenanigans. And if you, if you subscribe for $5, you will get access to all the previous episodes so you can get caught up on the shenanigans. Um, of course, we're always on social media, Twitter at Rocket Punch Go, Instagram at Rocket Punch Go, YouTube.com slash Rocket Punch Go, all of those places you can watch our content, Facebook.com slash Rocket Punch Network. And if you have a question for us, you can always tweet us with hashtag AskRocketPunch, and we will answer it at the end of the show. We again did not have any more this week. We need people to ask us questions about video games or about which weapon we would choose in a fight to the death or mm-hmm. our favorite scene of Spartacus. Any of those things are valid questions you could ask. Agreed. I'll go ahead and answer the favorite scene in Spartacus. It's the scene with the guy who has the net and the trident. Even though he dies, he is actually the strongest. I haven't actually not seen Spartacus in a long time. I remember watching it when I was five. I can tell you it is a movie. Mm. Um, I can tell you this. Fight to the Death, Mossberg 590 with Bayonet. And Will would bring a, a, full, a fully armed weapon to a a Greek and Roman yeah. era battle. Oh, and they better be one-out slugs. <laughs> it's called time to get good. Time to get good. Well, I'll say this. Alright. Put on, put on your time machine hats. Okay. Alright? All right. We're gonna go back in time. Gotta get back in time. So, let's go back... I believe to around 2012, 2013. Do you remember when EA was voted worst company in gaming like multiple years in a row? Uh, Yeah. And they just were in a bad run of luck. And they've done a lot of things recently to try and bring themselves back to be a powerhouse of Mm. the industry. Correct. So they made a decision this week that I want us to talk about. Um, EA has now created a watermark that is specifically contractually obligated to be in any video that they provide sponsored content for. Hmm. So it'll say sponsored by EA or EA um, advertisement. It'll literally just be like the EA logo with the word sponsored by or advertisement. Right. And then there's a hashtag, um, you know, sponsored by EA or, you know, hashtag that they have as well. Mm -hmm. They are now requiring any content creator that would be, ourselves included if we if we ever start doing that right mm-hmm. to include that watermark on their sponsored content which this is we've talked about this on the show before and it's something that you 
it's something that not a lot of people will probably openly discuss in a podcast or in anything because it is a such a big part of how people generate revenue right. on the web with right. content now. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's an important thing to talk about and because in this case, EA is setting a fantastic example, like very transparent. Oh, they're, yeah. they're requiring that their content creators be honest with their with their with their uh, mm-hmm. audience, which they hopefully are doing already, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and not just stashing the sponsored by EA at the bottom of the YouTube description where mm-hmm. it's barely noticed, right? This is now going to put a watermark on there, just like there's a watermark on beta. You know, when mm-hmm. you're playing a beta, it puts mm-hmm. a beta watermark on there. Like, there is a watermark that you have to have on your content. Um, my question here is. When are the other companies going to get on board here? Because this really should be standard. Like, I don't know, man. But it is a nice positive shift. It's like, oh, hey, you know, we're paying for this to be out there, but hey, it's out there so you can see it. Mm. Uh, when you're living in a day and age where you need content and you need content fast for what you're looking for, I mean, people are making purchasing decisions faster than they are choosing their doctors, right? So you have a lot of people who will sit there and they'll go, um, you know, I don't know what I want to wear tomorrow, but I know I want to buy in 15 minutes. Being able to walk into a store and say, hey, this new Battlefield 1 game is out. I wonder if my favorite streamer, um, you know, has has seen this game. Or I wonder if uh, my favorite review site has already seen this game. They can, you know, go ahead online and see all of this information and make the decision for themselves as to what they want to purchase. Um, I think where people are getting hung up on is the, uh, the sponsorship portion. Because you'll have a whole bunch of people who are given the game from EA with certain stipulations. You know, they say, oh, when they're doing the advertisement, I'm sorry, not the sponsor one. The sponsorship is different. But with the advertisement, you know, EAs will dictate to them the terms of what they can say and how they can say it and everything else like that. And for the majority of the most part, you'll have uh, content creators be honest with, you know, their, their, um, their, their audience. And they'll say, hey, you know, EA has given me this this game we're going to go ahead and look at it and see what we can do um creating these watermarks though um makes it so that the streamer doesn't have to focus on doing that that whole rigmarole you know they don't have to focus on sitting there going like hey let me be legal and let me so and say this that hashtag or that watermark should say it you know everything to the consumer like oh they're really positive on this game but in the corner it says advertisement by ea Mm, maybe i should go ahead and, and look into this or take this with a grain of salt or you know anything else like that um, one of the people who I follow a lot is Jeff Gersman from Giant Bomb. You know, if he started doing like advertised EA content, you know, I would look at it and me knowing what he does and the types of things that he likes to do, I could see him, you know, being sort of sarcastic. This game is great. And I'm like, oh no, he thinks it's hard garbage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, you know, I could, I could, I could see that, you know, or, or something like that. Um, I think Jeff is, uh, he's unique because he's been in the industry for so long. He wouldn't be doing that. Well, no, no, I'm just saying like he's been in the industry for so long. Like Mm -hmm. he has such a macro view of the industry and like he's seen it from the early days, right? Where you used to, like no joke, they used to take these journalists out on a, you know, that fully paid essentially a vacation, right? Right. They'd bring you out to LA. They'd put you up in a nice hotel, provide Mm -hmm. you with all your food you know, give you an hour with the game and then mm-hmm. you'd go back and, you know, they'd be like, we hope you have good, you know, good things to say about it. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, we're not going to jump into the, the, the ethics of that. And that's gone. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I think that's been gone for over a decade at this right. point, you know, um, the, uh, gifting and things like that for journalists is pretty much, pretty much out there. And like, if anyone does it, they have to be really careful because they're putting their career on the line. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, with Jeff, like he, He's been around that long, right? Mm-hmm. And I can't speak for him, but I, I feel like like if there's anyone who probably he's probably more cynical, right? I think right. he's a pretty cynical dude. Yeah. But no, I, like, I I love his cynical smug he face. Would, uh, but he would <laughs> he gets it, right? He gets yeah. that like this is just a this is just the ebb and flow of the industry, right? Right, and right, right, right. We'll probably get back to the point eventually where and, and I'm pretty sure that it happened with YouTube and, mm-hmm. and uh where like they had these these kids coming out who had these millions of viewers, right? Mm-hmm. And they'd bring them out for these events, right? And treat them like royalty. And the, it's the yeah, kids, like, you mm-hmm. know, 16 to 25-year-old kids right. that they would treat like royalty and then let them play a game. And then, you know, so I'm sure they went through that phase and now they've moved past that. And But it's really great to see, like, EA taking the initiative right. 
to try and make this better. Because regardless, like with Rocket Punch, we encourage people to make content, right? So like if you're at home and you have a thought on something, we would rather than rather than you just like having that thought to yourself, like we would love to encourage you to like write it in an article or make it in a video or stream about it, right? Because um, surprisingly, streaming is the game discovery service, right? Like you want to see like when I was curious about Dishonored 2 and if it was good, go to Twitch. All right, 80 people are playing right now. Click. Mm-hmm. And I knew that everyone who was playing it had early access to the game, right? So I knew it was probably all sponsored content. More than but likely. But it allowed me to see, and I watched the GameStop stream. Like, mm-hmm. you want to talk about sponsored content? <laughs> Whoa! But, like, I watched it. It was okay. fun. It was enjoyable. And I got to see the game in action. And I was like, yep, it looks like Dishonored. And I made my buying decision. Fair so enough. if you are someone out there who is just wanting to consume content, right? Like, you may not be interested in making content. Do... Think to yourself, right? Like when you're watching your favorite streamers, make sure that you look for that type of stuff. That it's not, it's really honestly, EA has no obligation to do this. Like none at all. And it actually probably will hurt their business in the long run because we tend to write sponsored content off when we see it, right? But we still need to see it because the day that we don't see it is the day where nothing is true. Everything is permitted, (laughs) right? Um, it's and, and I have a marketing background, and I got really deeply involved in marketing trends mm-hmm. in 2014, 2015, and you are now seeing those trends come to fruition, right? Like mm-hmm. people are in, instigating them, and one of them is called integrated marketing, which integrated marketing is straight up like write a blog post about this specific thing, but it's actually an ad for your product. Like write up, let's say if I, you know, if I produce a a arm sling that's super comfortable right Mm -hmm. like i'll write an article about you know the top seven ways that arm injuries occur in the kitchen and then be like if any of these things have happened to you buy my arm sling right like it's Mm -hmm. it's an ad that's built into content right and it's whatever you say about that it's not bad because you're getting information but it's kind of coded in this the ads are alive yeah the ads are like (laughs) embedded in there and it's happening with games as well right like You want to make sure that when you see these games, especially in the Steam marketplace where it's a bit more of a wild west, right? Right. You want to make sure that these games that you're seeing streamed are are good. Now, the thing that I do like about streaming is you can't hide your crap. No. If that game is bad, it will be bad right there on the screen. Oh, Um, that's true. So that's, you know, it's people are getting more aware. E3 trailers, we're we love to watch them, but we also know that is not the real game. Right. Like we saw God of War this year, that game is not going to look anything like that. Probably not even as good as that, right? Like let's be real. I don't know. Those God of War games do look pretty good though. They do, but they, they, uh, they, I think they're getting a lot of feedback about that camera angle. You know, it's like, "Oh, this is really uncharted or this is really Last of Us." You know, yeah. it's like I, I think it's not going to look... Yeah, like we even talked about Watch Dogs, right? Like, Watch Dogs looked so good at E3, and then oh, it came out, and it was like, whoa, <laughs> what happened here? Yeah. So well, it's... True. The, the fact that we're we're upping that, I think, is a great example. I know that the big follow-up to this was with Warner Brothers. Um, I think within <clears> the past <throat> six months or so, they <throat> had that big debacle with Shadow of Mordor, <laughs> which kind of sucks, because Shadow of Mordor was a good game. Yeah, but yeah, they were they were sending out copies of it and mm-hmm. paying people a lot of money to say favorable things about the game, but mm-hmm. not disclose that they were being paid to make those comments. And it's sad because, like you said, Shadow of Mordor was an excellent game that could have stand well on its own without any you know of that uh, stuff behind it. But because they were afraid that people were just going to pan it outright, because you know the I guess mostly Tolkien fans were like, "This is not canon," and blah 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 whatevs. Um, they were just sort of like trying to stack the deck, being like, yeah. "Hey, um, just say anything nice. Say say something nice." Yeah, I, um, <laughs> really, I just for me, technical quality is is the thing, right? Like, I, I would rather see it perform. Yeah, like yeah. if the as, if, if the game runs well, like I, you know, I'll give you a pass on maybe mm-hmm. a bad plot point or something like that. I mm-hmm. think that great, truly great games will transcend all of that, right? Mm-hmm. Are you Witcher? Yeah, I mean, mm. what, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> again, yep. the, like Witcher is, I don't want to say Witcher it's the perfect video game, but it is like, when you talk about a what I want a developer to, to treat their content like, it's, they treat their, they make that content for us. 
Yeah, it is not made for anything other than consume consumption by fans, and and we know we pay money for it, but we know that I pay sixty bucks, I'm opening mm -hmm. it up, and it's chock full of extras and a soundtrack. So, anyways, mm -hmm. I want to see more. I think every company should follow this. I think that Activision, I think that Ubisoft, the big ones should do it, and I think that especially I would love to see this be a requirement for games on Steam. Like if you want to get listed on Steam, you have they're they're already cleaning up the mm -hmm. the screenshot you know the screenshot yeah. stuff with yeah you can't just put promotional artwork thank God as your mm -hmm. screenshot like mm -hmm. you have to show the game. I really want to know what those um uh, those dating simulators what the actual game looks like because a lot of the time it's just an anime opening for a video and I'm like I don't want the anime opening just let me know no, I want what the, the anime opening. <laughs> No, he wants the, the anime like. opening everywhere. I want the anime <laughs> opening all the time. Like no joke, I was watching Crunchyroll with some friends just the other day, and like we watched this new anime, and I was like, you know what, this show is probably not going to be great, but I love watching anime openings. It's great. Like even for bad shows, the at least the intro will be good. But actually, the anime that we ended up watching was really, really great. Mm. Fair um, enough. Mm -hmm. But yeah, an sidebar. Mm -hmm. I love anime openings. Which is your Surprise. favorite anime opening? That's a no. That is not no. a question for this time. Uh, no. <laughs> that is not a question for this time. We do not have the resources nor the time to. Ooh, I to got dig several. I got several right here. No, but um, okay, fine. Hopefully, we'll see <clears throat> everyone follow suit because the way that games discovery happens is really changing. Oh and yeah. Streaming and VOD con video on demand content is very important to that, and it's nice to just know that it's paid for. <laughs> Gone are the days of Nintendo Power. Ah, uh, rest in peace, Nintendo Rip Power. Nintendo Power. Yes, rip. Okay, so last topic of the day. All this right. This is going to be a fun one. Okay. So we just got Skyrim remastered. Yep. Mm -hmm. PS4 finally got Fallout mods for yep. Fallout 4. Okay. In the ultimate showdown between Elder Scrolls and Fallout, which game franchise do you like better? Fantasy Trump's uh, post-apocalyptic, in my opinion. Okay, so you're going with Elder Scrolls. I'm gonna go with Elder Scrolls. B is it just because of the f the, the the setting? Well, setting has a lot to do with it, plus magic, setting and magic. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go with Fallout because I like the VAT system and the ability to um, craft weapons, uh, I, magic and fantasy. Um, I can craft and swords and stuff. Too. I. I don't I don't have a lot of investment in that, but mm -hmm. if you have like give me a giant ray gun and tell me you know go shoot you know mutant uh, people out in the wasteland, I'm more apt to do that than 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 that. But I'm not gonna lie, the Mages Guild um, section of Skyrim was all I played because I love I love the Mages Guild so portion and that was that was a great part of Skyrim and that was good, but. That's as far as I got with Skyrim. With with Fallout, for me, it's just sort of like, you know, um, that edge of humanity where you're running into people having to decide whether or not they're going to be good to their fellow humans or eat their fellow humans um, is is where I want to be, like, mm -hmm. all the time. What about you, Seth? This one... This one's very easy for me as okay. far as which game I enjoy playing more. Okay. It is without question um, Elder Scrolls. Okay. Mainly because I think that Skyrim's uh, do this to get good at it system is fantastic. Like mm -hmm. I've never been a huge fan of skill trees okay. in video games. Like where you're having to make these decisions before you get a chance to see what the impact's going to be, right? Mm. So one thing I really liked about Skyrim is... You sneak around for a little while, right? You learn how sneaking works and things like that. And then after you do it for just a little bit, maybe about 30 minutes of sneaking, you get to the point where like now I can make a commitment, I can invest a skill point into sneaking, right? Versus the, and, and I'm, I'm comparing Skyrim to Fallout 4 here, mm -hmm. and I'm comparing um, Fallout 3 to... Uh, Oblivion? No, no, no. Fallout 3 to... Um, oh, no, yeah. Oblivion and, like, Morrowind and things like that. Yeah, those would be kind of in the same-ish area. But when it comes to style, like, when it comes to just, like, aesthetic, 
Fallout is way more interesting because it is it's like fantasy is fantasy, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. there's an orc. Yep, he's got he's he's grumpy. <laughs> he's he's grumpy, and it's and it's Elder Scrolls like thing, right? Like they like there's a way that orcs are perceived by everyone. There's a way that imperialists are are perceived, and so they have their world that's crafted. But like you go into Fallout, and it's just like yippee, <laughs> there'll be no wedding bells as you're shooting a mutant <laughs> with a giant laser gatlin. Like, come on, people! Like this is really good. <laughs> The um, Fallout New Vegas was also just like a fucking fantastic video game. Like, oh, like even though it wasn't part of the core, like made by Bethesda Softworks or whatever, but it was just like a fresh take on the Fallout 3 formula, right? Um, Elder Scrolls, that was kind of just rolled. Like Skyrim was just like it. Skyrim was it. And I've been playing Skyrim Remastered, and just going back through it, I'm like, this game is so good. Oh like, no, the game's phenomenal. It's mm-hmm. so good, and Fallout is is fun to explore around. Mm-hmm. Like I, I like you know the '50s fridges and mm-hmm. just like going into people, you know, these old rundown people's homes. Power armor. '50s. They're a lot more interesting than shacks, right? But let's be real. I kill motherfucking dragons and I eat their soul. <laughs> Come on, people. This is too dope. I see a mountain. I climb it. Yes, please. I'm about it. Also, rads are the single worst system ever put in a video game ever. Don't get me started on Just rads. Rads, especially in Fallout 3. Like in Fallout right. 4, they at least made it make sense. Where it's like, oh, as you get radiation sickness, you like lower your max health. But I'm still like, this is bullshit. Like, mm-hmm. I want to be able to eat a a candy bar without freaking going into a coma like please <laughs> oh, let me no. enjoy this please understand <laughs> please understand um but yeah like elder scrolls it's really weird to me that more people don't copy elder scrolls oh no there are copies out there i mean well there, there are but the, like we're talking good copies i'm uh, talking okay. about like copying the mechanics right like i i'm honestly surprised no one's copied the shadow mordor thing right like the nemesis system like yeah. mafia what? 3 tried but did yeah. they try? Okay. Yeah. Mafia like, three. The, the Nemesis system was the perfect evolution of like the Mercenaries deck of 52. Right. If you ever remember, like I could imagine the deck of 52 being that. And mm-hmm. the, oh, please just make another Mercenaries game with the Nemesis system. I would be all about that. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Like the, the leveling up system, like even though Skyrim still had those trees, like the skill trees and whatnot, you had to unlock those trees by actions doing the things right like you had to get your sneak to this level before you could unlock the ability to do whatever you have to get this pickpocket to this and i love how the first level of each tree is like you basically are better at this skill so like your sneak is 20 percent more effective just by getting that you are now specced for sneaking and you can sneak by most enemies now so that's something that i think is way better than fallout fallout's huge innovation was the settlements and Nope. The only no good, work. therefore, is to lure things in and then drop hundreds of death claws on. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. If you're playing PC, go ahead and put in 64 gigs of RAM and your your t- 1080 death claws, and then just drop in the death claws and the and the robots and just let it go. Um, and then, wee! Cook, then cook yourself some breakfast on that motherboard. Yeah, that's mm, essentially it. eggs. Pop the eggs mm. right on the top. So it's. <laughs> It's really tough to compare these two games because I I one thing I do like about Bethesda is they they do a great job of differentiating them. Mm-hmm. Like yes. Fallout doesn't feel like a reskinned Skyrim, but I have to say that that Elder Scrolls is more enjoyable. The Elder Scrolls is strong. You go crazy by reading the scrolls, people. What do you want them to do for the next one? Next Elder Scrolls game? I want them to fix their engine. That's not happening. I want a brand new, <laughs> fully functional engine. Uh, I don't know. Um, I, I think that engine. That, I think the engine that we got is like the fixed engine that they have. I do think that it's sad. I think that that the next thing for them to do would to be explore. Like this last one is a very snowy, mountainous region. Okay. I would love to see something more islandy. Ooh, tropical. Maybe down with the Red Guard. <gasps> Pirate ships. 
pipe. Yes, essentially. Yes. Again, I've said it once. I'll say it again. Pirates, Pirates make, everything, make better. everything better. Yes. Pirates, like think about your favorite franchise that has mm. a pirate-themed game in it. The pirate game is probably one of the best. Assassin's Creed Four, yeah. Wind Waker, just like the list. Uh, like yeah. the list goes I, on. Yeah, Wind Waker is pretty good. And so, if they were to do that, um, and I'm not talking uh. like Elder Scrolls Online. I'm talking about. Yeah. God bless America. Elder Scrolls Six. <laughs> let's like, let's do this. Like, let's make a video game. Time to get good. Yeah. But I imagine like getting off my boat. Right. There would be a boat system in there, right. and I'd get off my boat. I would be able to go into a cave. There would be skeletons and shit. Like, essentially, just like take, take Sea of Thieves and make it Elder Scrolls, and I'll be good. Also co-op. That what? won't happen. That's on the that's on the will never happen list, but yeah. I'm sorry. This is a single player game. You play this on your own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It would just be fun to When is CFD is coming out? They have a date. It's okay. not a real date. Oh, okay. They, they've uh, it'll probably it. be delayed to 2018. Oh, okay. I hope not. No but I could see log. it being like a summer a summer release next year. Yeah. I don't want it to be. Either. What about Fallout? So for Fallout, like we just got Fallout okay. 4. Yeah. Mm-hmm. what about um what do we like i think we were expecting a lot more changes to that engine than we got mm-hmm. yeah what would we like to see from a next installment i would actually like them to see society has come back right all right so you're you're looking at this going everything has already happened we're done being like a vault dweller and just waking up and coming out of the vault and stuff now we're dealing with society as it happens you know um we have cities we have police. We, we, we have the main tenets of society coming back. I think really they should focus on um, making you now live in the fallout of, of uh, the war and craft a story, craft a, a good story that goes through that, um, that process. I don't know. How many vaults have we been in? Oh no! That, I hate to break it to you, Chaz. You'll always be a vault dweller. Like that's that's not going to yeah. change. That's that's pretty pretty consistent. Um, that w- Pacific Northwest. Mm-hmm. That is the way that you do the next Fallout game. Uh, I mean they've done it out in the desert. They've done yeah. They've done the West Coast, and that wasn't really Bethesda Softworks. So like, I would want to see like I'm they thinking, done the Southeast. Florida? I mean, I, it would be no. cool if they would do like the southeast. No, I'm talking like mountains in Georgia. Like, let's go like crazy redneck on this. Atlanta. <laughs> we're gonna post a post apocalyptic Atlanta. I mean, yeah, I'd be down not? for it. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, like going into really doubling down on like snowy environments, mm-hmm. right? Like, I almost hate to say this, but like take what you learned about Skyrim. Mm. You know, as far as like just good snowy environments and forest regions and things like that like imagine just like a national park right like just filled with just like mutated animals and you find a park rangers like cabin that has like someone held up in it or living in it like i I could see that being neat all right so it's we got firewatch we got skyrim okay what else firewatch little skyrim Skyrim, so some organ like like uh like something in oregon i feel like you're oh you are you are one of the crazy people you went out with your tinfoil hat and you're like, I'm going to live out in the woods, right? And you're in the middle of the national, like, national park reserve and then fall out that way. And then you have snow and you're in the middle of winter. Yeah. That should be pretty cool. Pretty neat. Yep. You're survivalist. And you're you still have... going to be a vault hunter or a vault dweller. <sighs> yeah. Always. Not <laughs> vault hunter. Now that's going to be some borderlands there. Maybe I'll one say. day. I don't know. Maybe they will... Uh... Maybe they'll make someone who hunts all the uh, vaults, like literally looking for the old vaults, just try to crack that's, them open. Those are bandits. Those, that's those are some of the Ooh, like no joke. Yeah. Finding the vaults is one of the most enjoyable parts of Fallout for me. Is like finding the, all the vaults in the story because yeah, you'll find them. They've, they've been raided. You know, like mm-hmm. they did crack into them. Um, but yeah, I just think that like a change of scenery, mm-hmm. like we've always done the East Coast. Maybe a different country. Maybe even China. Well, it's, it's hard to do that because so much of Fallout's theme is like... America. It's like American... Mm. American, like, hyper, hyper intense uh, patriotism. Because it really is like the Cold War ignites, right? Yeah. Uh, right. That is the thing with Fallout. And so... We could to, do the UK. You could do the UK. Because, yeah, you they, were, to, they were American allies. China the was... Uh, 
like the they yeah they like invaded. That mm-hmm. was like Operation Anchorage was mm-hmm. China invading. Yeah, I mean, not only that in the fifties, China wasn't very uh, open to trade. Right, communism and all that, you know. Right, right. You know, America's whole. That's communist. We're getting a little geopolitical here. That's all right. The geo <laughs> the geopolitics of Fallout by Rocket Punch. Um, I, yeah, I hope we'll see it. And a, a surprise, Bethesda Softworks is on a pretty consistent schedule, so we can expect to see that game in three years. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they'll announce it six months before it comes out, mm-hmm. and we'll have a we'll it'll have release like clockwork, and it'll go well. Yep, twenty seventeen, we'll get Fallout Game of the Year edition. It's there's a formula, folks. Mm-hmm. There's a formula, and it's not a hard one to follow. Nope. So when are we getting the the next Elder Scrolls Six? Uh, they said for not for a while. It's, it's four years. Long. They come out with a new game every four years. Right. So that will be... Fallout came out in 2015, so we'll get it in 2019. We'll get a Game of the Year edition for that next year. Mm-hmm. For Fallout 4, we'll Game of the Year will come out next year. I would expect... We just got Dishonored. Mm-hmm. We just got Doom this year. Oh, we did. I expect that Quake thing to oh, right. come out or... That's right. I forgot about the Quake thing. Can- I'm, that's going to be their hero shooter, right? I think that's going to be canceled. I I really think they should go back and remake Quake. Yeah. Not remake, but like reboot Quake. Quake. Like double down on Lovecraftian. But then the thing beyond that is Prey. Prey is there. Yeah, Prey's coming out soon. Prey is going to be their next big flagship thing. I just saw an ad for that again. That was really well done. Yep. Prey's going to be good. That, but Quake needs the prey treatment. Mm. Like, yeah. Quake needs to go back and they need to really dig down. What if they, like, changed... Like, you're sitting there looking at the Prey's title card and it just says, Quake. <laughs> no, they won't do it. No. Prey is good. I, like, I'm, I'm liking where Prey uh, is going. Yes. But yeah, and then we'll see... Well, yeah, we'll see it 2019. Play the original. The original was really good. I liked it, especially with, like, the sphincter doors. It's great. It's awesome. Did you say sphincter doors? Sphincter doors. Have you seen the original Prey? And no. when you just... Oh, my God. And with that beautiful imagery... <laughs> Let's as, you, as you think about that as you close your eyes to sleep tonight. <laughs> that is a wrap for episode 46 of the Rocket Punch cast. Um, we are focusing in on video games. We talk about them into yeah. microphones. Yep. Our new format is uh, extremely fun. Also a little bit more brief. So uh, the bite si- more bite-sized episodes. So let us know... What you think about the new format, um, you can tweet us at Rocket Punch Go on Twitter or send any emails that you may have if you are more of that that crowd. I want to send you an electronic mail message at rocketpunchnetwork at gmail.com. You can also tweet us with hashtag AskRocketPunch for any stupid questions or smart questions or questions in general. We'll answer them right here on the show. Normally at this time, but we don't have any this week. So... Go ahead and send us questions. We'll answer them for you. Um, as always, we will be available on Twitter, at RocketPunchGo. Instagram, at RocketPunchGo. YouTube.com, slash RocketPunchGo. Facebook.com, slash RocketPunchNetwork. We are also, all of our content, all of our content lives on RocketPunchGo.com. So just head over there, check out all of our stuff. And, of course, if you like Blizzard stuff, the Blizz, if you are down to Blizz, Jesus... <laughs> then you should check out Take It's uh, Bank, which is Will's hosted podcast over on uh, um, rockpunchgo.com. You scroll to the very bottom, you'll see Tank and Spank down there as well. 30 minutes, quick listens, but all about Blizzard and their shenanigans. So thank you so much for listening. This has been episode 46. We'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Laters. Laters.